Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is Monday, January 23rd, 2023. And so as we do each week, let's begin with a brief moment to link up with all Triangles workers throughout the world, followed by a sounding of the noontime recollection. We know, O oh Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. So our work together each week is twofold to introduce this work of this field of planetary service to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. So if you are new, welcome. We hope that you will come out of this experience wanting to form a triangle. And if you do, you can always place your name in the chat box and hopefully two other people on the webinar will agree to form a triangle with you. And we also come together for those of us who are already members of Triangles to participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. So the practice of Triangles is actually a simple visualization technique. It uses the power of thought to uplift and transform consciousness. It's a daily practice and it involves linking up with two other partners and each of you agree to vivify that triangular link every day. You link together mentally, spiritually and in the spirit of goodwill to all humanity. And then as your triangle is visualized, you place it within the larger planetary network of triangles and as the network is visualized, the great invocation is sounded in order to release and circulate spiritual energies throughout the etheric network and into the consciousness of all humanity, touching open hearts and minds everywhere who can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. The work need only take a few minutes each day and it can therefore be fit into even, even the busiest of schedules. So today we're fortunate again to have a returning guest, Wendy Thompson. Um, Wendy is from Sydney, Australia, and she's the co-founder of Global Silent Minute. And she's a director of the Sydney Goodwill Unit of Service and a student of the Ageless Wisdom Teachings. In her professional life, she's creative practitioner in the screen arts, a director, educator, and playwright. Wendy strives to create work imbued with purpose to touch the heart with radiant synthetic beauty through stage, screens of all sizes, and interactive forums. And Wendy will be speaking on the waters of life Take a bath in the rhythmic sound of truth through silence. And we look forward to hearing from you, Wendy. And I see in the chat box that Gary is looking for one other person to complete a triangle. So hopefully someone will agree to, to do that. So now as we do each week, let's work together with a brief visualization. Let's visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And within that sphere, we visualize a triangle composed of the three primary planetary centers, 
the planetary head center, Shambhala, the planetary heart center, the spiritual hierarchy, and the planetary throat center, humanity. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around this triangle from point to point, merging and blending the three points, filling the triangle with light. And at the center of that triangle, we visualize now the five-pointed star the indigo star of the world teacher. He who links east and west, past and future, radiating the energy of love wisdom. And now we visualize ourselves in the center of another sphere, the sphere of the new group of world servers, visualizing it full of a multitude of radiant points of light. We breathe in soul energy. Breathe in light and visualize it distributed through all the points of light, generating a vast sphere of light and loving energy. We breathe in and then we breathe out that energy into the sphere of the earth, visualizing the earth surrounded by the planetary network of triangles. And visualize the energies being released through the five planetary inlets of London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo. And we sound together the affirmation of light radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work, and turn the darkness into day. Ancient people were great observers. They saw symbols and patterns in all things, and they were keen students of the heavenly movements that took place over long periods of time. And they correlated the movements in the heaven with outer events here below. And as they did, they came to understand what these movements meant 
when they reappeared at a later date. And that which is true of the collective humanity likewise finds parallels in our own lives. And so we are challenged to meet planetary changes with corresponding changes within our own lives. Through this means, the heaven and the earth, as well as groups and individuals, come into a deepened relationship and as a consequence, begin to understand and work together in greater harmony. Over the past centuries, due to our congregation in cities and our consequent separation from the rhythms of the natural world, we've lost much of our ability to act as interpreters of the heavens, not because we're any less capable, perhaps, but rather because we have not trained ourselves to do so and we have too many distractions. We've not paid attention. And as we begin to train ourselves to become more aware of the natural rhythms, we can, on a higher turn of the spiral, spiral recover some of this lost ability which the ancients possessed. One such interesting event is occurring in the heavens at this time, and many of you will have heard about it. It's the appearance of the so-called green comet, known by, by astronomers as C-2022E3, which we're told will not be seen again in our planet for 50,000 years. Comets are very interesting, and the teachers of ageless wisdom have some interesting thoughts to say about them. According to Blavatsky, comets are objects that are composed of the leftovers of suns that have exploded as they moved into Pralaya, and they're made of ice, dust, and rock. We know that comets have very erratic orbits around the sun, making them quite difficult to track and predict. However, their appearance, spiritually understood, is anything but random. They've long been understood as powerful messengers, and ancient peoples placed much attention on their sighting. Records correlated from ancient astrological texts contain many detailed notes on the observation of comets, such as their color, shape, how many tails they had, where in the sky they were pointing, and in which constellation they appeared in the heavens. Isaac Newton studied them intensively over the course of his life. Rudolf Steiner spoke of comets as an infusion of astral intensification, purification into a system, with the comet's tail acting as a purifying energy moving through the entire system. Astrologer Dane Rudyard agreed stating that comets signaled the intrusion of new energy into an old system, and that as a result, they heralded a period of purification. We might look at comets as a reflection of a type of intervention, something that comes out of nowhere, unexpected, an awakening to the recognition of the fact that new energies are coming in and the old ways are no longer adequate and are in need of renewal. Comets are interesting because they're quite distinct from other heavenly phenomena, such as the planets, which are able to be tracked on account of their rhythmic patterns and their effects, which have been observed over long, long periods of time. Comets lack this predictable predictability and cycles that we have yet been able to understand. Perhaps we could compare them to a type of uber-Uranian type occurrence, harbingers of a period of change and disruption of major events. All comets of different colors except white were thought by the ancients to be considered inauspicious, but the ancient peoples tended to find many astrological considerations as inauspicious or negative. And today we have different interpretations. 
we look at challenging things in an astrological chart, for example, as strengthening, providing impetus for change and the ability to reach beyond the already established, so too can we look at comets and their various colors as opportunities, bringing new light and life and color into our system. We know that in the summer of 2020, during the lockdown period, we had a visitation from the comet that was called Neowise. Because of its white color, its positioning with the heavens and its name, which was sought by some to be understood as new eyes, it too unleashed something within human consciousness that was in alignment with the new and incoming energies of Aquarius. Now we're in the midst of another comet gracing our skies, and this one is said to be in the vicinity of an interesting constellation in the heavens known as the Corona Borealis, which is interesting in light of the coronavirus. Perhaps this is going to reveal some, some things about this virus or some things about our interpretations of it to humanity. This constellation is interesting in that it's a crown. It's a crown of seven stars. It's said to be the crown of the princess Ariadne, which surely has some relationship to the seven stars of the great bear, the seven rays, and the weaving for which Ariadne was known. Perhaps these are all representative of humanity's task of building in these lighted ray energies, this web of energy, this Antakarana bridge, which relates as well to the triangles network, to our reconstructing of the planetary etheric body. So we can visualize this crown, these seven stars of light pouring down into our planet, blessing us with whatever gifts are being revealed at this time. Green is a color, some say, of hope, of renewal, of new life. We know it is also the color associated with the personality ray of our planet, the third ray, the ray of creative intelligence, which is so pronounced in our human kingdom. The Tibetan spoke of the small new groups that he envisioned gathering around the world as the Aquarian age is ushered in. He saw these new groups as releasing and bringing in a verdure, which he defined as lush green vegetation, bringing new life passing through the weary veins of our planet. We all want healing to be unfolded on our planet, and perhaps this energy can aid in the process as we move forward. The fact that this comet is so close to the earth that it can be almost seen by some with the naked eye surely enhances its significance and its impact upon the mass consciousness. So during this time, this period, as we're moving into the height of its influx, let's seek to understand what this event might be seeking to bring to light today. So let's work together now with our meditation. Lifting our consciousness to the mental plane, focusing at the center of the even darn cross. Link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. We project our line of lighted energy towards the highest center, Shambhala, and we sound the affirmation of the will together. 
In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Visualization. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. Lift the consciousness now to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Now holding the alignment between your triangle, the planetary network of triangles, the group soul, and the world teacher. We hold the mind open and receptive to the imporing energy of love. Precipitation. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangle's network from point to point and flowing in through the network into the hearts and minds of people everywhere. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships.
linking with the group, we sound together the mantra of unification. The sons of men are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of life and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Distribution, sounding the great invocation, silently or aloud. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one Return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.
Thank you, everyone. So now, Wendy, okay, we, uh, you'll share your screen now, Wendy? There you go. Yeah, welcome. Thank you, Kathy. Just okay. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Kathy, and welcome everyone. So, in our time together, I'll share a few thoughts about the energy of Aquarius. And the Global Silent Minutes focus this year on the rhythmic sound of truth through silence before we experience a sound bath in an etheric temple of silence as we reorient to truth. Then for those of you who can stay, we'll observe a daily Global Silent Minute at the top of the hour. So we are now swimming within the beautiful Aquarian waters of life in this monthly cycle of astrological energies that for 2,500 years have been underpinned within the greater cycle of the age of Pisces. However, as the subterranean plates shift to the next 2,500-year cycle of the age of Aquarius, we are already sensing, feeling, and living in the evolutionary waves of all that that entails, from experiencing the subtle, invisible energies pulsing through the cosmos to the visible oceanic waves crashing on shores around the planet under the influence of the tides of the moon. These really are extraordinary times in which we live and move and have our being within the Aquarian energies and its labour. And within that myth, Hercules is tasked to clean the Aegean stables that are filled with accumulated refuse and garbage resulting from old forms of thought words and deed. And if you're curious about the details of the myth, the labours of Hercules is a great resource. However, suffice it to say that key features of the labour are Hercules before doing anything, because in truth he had no idea what he was going to do, took a moment of silence away from the crowds, close to a river, to stop and centre himself in the silence of his own heart and breathe. And in this space, he felt himself enter the deep chamber of the heart, known as the chalice, where his preoccupation with the manifest world was immediately altered so that he remembered his true identity within the three worlds, inclusive of the world of spirit or the fiery world and the world of soul or the subtle world, as well as his awareness of his incarnated identity within the manifest world. And it's here within the chalice that he wholeheartedly was responsive to the pulsing waves of energy moving through Aquarius, and in particular Uranus, the will to be and to know simultaneously on all planes in manifestation. And within the waves of the Uranian urge to freedom, to liberation, to revolution, to innovation, Hercules was struck by a blinding intuitive flash. And with the speed of lightning, also a quality of Uranus, he saw a very unusual solution, another Uranian quality, to his task. 
he had a vision of uniting two separate rivers and diverting them as one stream through the filthy stables. And this is what he did, and he succeeded in completing the impossible task within one day. And at the end of the day, he silently left the kingdom without any reward for his service, knowing that he had served both through achieving the task and through the radiation of his being by igniting the flame in the hearts of all its inhabitants. In reflecting on today, it seemed it would be opportune to explore together these foundational features embedded in the Aquarian labour, to enter into the silence of the heart, and together as a group transfer into the chalice of silence within the heart as we immerse in the rhythmic sound of truth through silence. Reorienting to truth through silence is the energy we're focusing for 2023 as we participate in the daily rhythm of the Global Silent Minute at 9pm GMT. The seed for the Global Silent Minute was born on a battlefield outside Jerusalem between two comrades when one, knowing he would not survive the war, asked his friend to create an opportunity through silence for him and the millions like him on the other side of the veil to assist in the war effort. That opportunity came in the form of the Big Ben Silent Minute, which Wellesley Tudor Pole launched in World War II, where each night at 9pm, BBC Radio would broadcast a minute of silence preceded by the ringing of the bells of Big Ben. The Big Ben Silent Minute is credited as having an extraordinary impact on marshalling and harnessing the will of the Allies to bring an end to World War II. When we launched the Global Silent Minute to meet the myriad of challenges facing humanity today, Big Ben was undergoing extensive renovations and its bells were silenced. It seemed fitting and timely to recognise the subtle ringing of the bells emanating from one of the most sacred mountains in Tibet in the Himalayas, Mount Kailash, known as the Mountain of the Bell, the Planetary Bell. As we participate in the daily rhythm of the Global Silent Minute, we hold the intention of the alignment of the cosmic bell, the planetary bell, and the bell centre within each and every one of us, which brings us to truth. We know when something strikes a chord and rings true within us, it's undeniable. It's visceral. It may be shattering or enlightening. It's always clarifying. Truth emanates the fragrance of synthesis. The whole. Our planet is in need of a new compass calibrated to this gorgeous beauty of truth, the beauty of synthesis, the beauty of the whole. And as we live simultaneously within the three worlds, we know truth as the realisation of cosmic laws based on direct experience. Within the stream of the ageless wisdom known as the Agni Yoga teachings, truth is acknowledged as rhythmic sound that pierces and shatters anything but does not resonate with its purity. And at the same time, it resurrects or restores 
our ancient knowing of our true, complete identity and destiny within cosmos. In preparation for the immersive meditative bath in rhythmic sound, let us reflect for a moment on areas or issues within the manifest world that, like the filth piled up in the Aegean stables, are congealed or stuck or intractable in some way. And the issue could be without or within anything where energy is congealed and may be experienced as conflict or pain or discomfort. And select a particular issue that you think would benefit from movement or flow. And I invite you to close your eyes and take a moment, as Hercules did beside the river, to center yourself in the silence of your heart. And lay this issue on the altar of your heart. And become aware of the resounding chamber within you that operates like a bell that lets you know when something rings true and experience what impressions arise within the bell, within you, in relation to the issue you've placed on the altar of the heart. And now imagine that all over this planet there are 7.9 billion people in incarnation who within the silence of their hearts are aware of this bell within. And like us have placed an issue on the altar of the heart in the manifest world. And we connect hearts across distance around the world and imagine stepping together into the deep chamber of the heart, the chalice, and experience what impressions arise in relation to the issue on its altar. Here where our true identity is living simultaneously within the three worlds. And like Hercules, be open to hitherto undreamt of Uranian possibilities that may emerge. And in this communion within the planetary chalice, we become aware of the subtle sound ringing through the planetary bell, Mount Kailash in Tibet. As a group, let's transfer our awareness into the planetary bell and listen and discern what impressions are arising that deepen our experience of truth as a rhythmic sound in relation to our selected issue.
And now tune into and discern the source of the rhythmic sound that is pulsing through the planetary bell to become aware of the currents and waves flowing from the cosmic bell at the heart of the universe, the one source of all streams. And let us transfer our group awareness into the cosmic bell and for a moment experience the rhythmic sound of truth at its source as we listen and discern further impressions that arise and specifically in relation to our selected issue. And become aware of the intimacy of relationship that connects and flows through from the cosmic bell, through the planetary bell, through to the bell within each and every one of us. And feel our alignment to this compass of truth and its rhythmic sound that rings through, that rings true. And as we enter the sound bath of waves of a singing bowl pulsing 24 times, we continue to reorient to the compass of truth as rhythmic sound. It's an opportunity to serve through silence as action in an extended period in an etheric temple of silence in sacred unity, in sacred community.
Thank you, everyone. The power of silence is greater than we know. Let us offer a global silent minute to close this Triangle's meeting. As we call for global cooperation, peace and freedom, let us prepare. With a deep breath, we activate the spirit of peace in our own hearts. And we unite our fiery hearts across distance. Now we invite all those on the other side of the veil to join us. When you hear the Tibetan singing bowl, we have entered one minute of silence as action in sacred unity. <laughs> 